We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice podcast. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the what we've learned from the Colts so far through the first two weeks of the NFL season. Before we get into that, though, I want to do a quick word about our sponsor. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So first two weeks of the NFL season have pretty much been concluded. The Colts not off to a great start, as we've clearly stated. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons for this, and I'm going to break down a bunch of different reasons why that is and what we've learned about this group so far. Okay, so at least what we've seen so far. Now, again, I remind everybody before they go saying that I'm I'm way too critical of this team. Again. I was one of these people who had high praise for this team, and I still do. But I also think it's important that we recognize the failures and the flaws in this team right now. And I also believe that this team can do better and will do better. But right now, we need to point out the obvious and some of the not obvious and then break it down. Okay, so first off, Carson Wentz. I already did a video on how the Colts are failing him right now at this moment in time. If you haven't checked out that video, I highly encourage you to go do it because I I got into my feelings a little bit there, but I tried to keep it down. How many of you actually thought 
that two weeks through the season, Carson Wentz would be our best player. Who would have thought that? I mean, that's a great thing. That's a great thing if you're an Indianapolis Colts fan, right? You wanted him to be the leader. You wanted him to be the provider. You wanted him to be the guy to lead you in games. And so far, he's done that. But now your issue is you have an injured quarterback now. And why is that? We're about to get into that here in a second. But overall, from what I've learned from Carson, Carson Wentz has still got it. In my opinion, Carson Wentz has still got it. He has shown me he's got a cannon of an arm. He's still accurate. He still can make good throws. And in pressure can still evade, use his legs. He's good at that stuff. He's shown me. And he's seen. I've seen a lot of it already. I've seen a lot of moving on the run, having to avoid pressure, making good throws. And against good defenses too, by the way. I've seen it and it's working. Only problem is a group on the offensive line just can't seem to figure out how to block people consistently. And that's the issue we're having here, guys. I mean, I would say that this is not like a recurring issue, but I want to point something out. I mentioned in the previous Wentz video that there was a trend going on with this team right now. And it's not just with the offensive line. It's with the whole team. But the offensive line certainly is no exception either in this. The offensive line starts out really, really slow in the first couple weeks of the season. Don't understand why. In 2020, first couple weeks of the season... We're seeing the same thing we're seeing right now, man. Unable to block, run blocking especially, run blocking just not creating holes, getting stuffed in the red zone, unable to really protect our quarterback the way we want to. Even though in 2020, Phillip Rivers was protected a lot more frequently than what Carson Wentz is right now in 2021. Now I get it that that offensive line then was a lot more healthy than what it is right now. Which is another thing that's going on right now is that injuries have plagued this Colts team. Not sure exactly why it keeps happening. Maybe it's just absolute unfortunate luck. You know, maybe it's that. Maybe it's bad medical uh, preparation or by the team's doctors. Maybe it's bad juju. Maybe it's bad warming up. Maybe it's not getting guys ready to play in certain circumstances type thing. It could be a lot of things. But all I know is, is these injuries continue to just suck. And they continue to pile up. And the Colts offensive line right now is hurt. It is hurt bad. The only person on that offensive line that is not dealing with a lingering injury right now is the right guard, Mark Lewinsky. The only one. But back on the topic of everything else, I get it that that offensive line was healthier last year to start the year out. But the concept is still the same. Still having the same issues that we saw at the beginning of last year. So why is that continuing to keep happening 
and not getting fixed. We'll talk about a couple reasons why here in a little bit. But another thing I wanted to mention on the offensive side of things is I, I like what I've seen from the wide receiver group so far. Now let me explain why. I saw great resolve in week two versus the week one game. Week one game, it seemed like, I think the defensive schemes helped with the Colts in week two. I think Trent from Rams Talk gave us an exact quote that I thought was exactly right, was that the Rams are going to force you to go deep. They want you to try and make the big play, but they think they can get you. And they're going to let you go those long drives and get you to make mistakes at the end. And sure enough, that was exactly what happened. The Colts were able to drive down the field. We did exactly what we needed to do. Just couldn't convert in the red zone. But I like what I saw from the wide receivers this time. Pittman really resolved in the second game. Really found his mojo again. Zach Pascal continuing to be a dog. Now, granted, that was probably the those were the only two receivers that got going at all for the Indianapolis Colts in week two. The, the rest are injured or just didn't be utilized at all. And also, where are the tight ends? Molly Cox, I think, had one catch yesterday or Sunday. And Granson hasn't been used at all other than for occasional blocking, but Granson hasn't been used at all. I don't think he's even made a catch. And Jack Doyle's still getting the majority of the catches. Now, granted, I think Jack Doyle did a great job Sunday. I think Jack Doyle did a good job Sunday. But I also believe that we could use Moali Cox and Granson in a lot more different ways. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. And then again, it goes all the way back to play calling and lack of execution on the offense. Guys, I mean, we've had these discussions for a while now, but it's been evident. It's been evident, and we're seeing a constant trend towards the beginning of the year. The Colts are not ready for games in the beginning part of the season. I'm not calling for anyone's job here, and I'm still a big supporter of the coaching staff, and the GM. Obviously, I'm not really talking about Ballard here. I'm talking more about the coaches. But something has to start changing for the beginning of the season. 
Colts have not won a game opener since Frank Reich has become head coach. The defense always comes out flat. The offensive line just seems to not be able to block. The offense just seems stagnant in how they run their plays. Obviously, execution has a lot to do with it. But what about these other teams? These other teams are executing better than us. So where does that come from? It has a lot, I think, to do with coaching. I don't think this team is being coached properly at the beginning of the year to be executing when it matters the first time we step on a regular season home opening or road opening game. And that's been proven. It keeps happening every year. And we're seeing it again and again and again and again. And it's happened again. Coach Reich, man, we got to figure something out, dude. We got to stop with these slow starts to the year all the time. Started one and five in 2018. Now, granted, we made the playoffs that year, but barely. 2019, I'll give you somewhat credit for that because Andrew Luck stopped playing football midway through preseason. Okay, I'll give you that one. 2020, lost the road opener to Jacksonville. Almost gave up 100% completion percentage to Gardner Minshew. How we lost that game, I have no clue. And it almost came back to haunt us at the end of the year. And right now, 0-2. Same old crap. Same spot. Again, it's a constant trend. Just going on every year, and it just doesn't seem to be getting better. I get it's your fourth different quarterback in all those four seasons. But what about the rest of the team? So far in the first two games, your quarterback has not been the issue. And that was what a lot of people thought was actually going to be the issue. Was Carson Wentz going to actually be a good quarterback? And he has been. The running backs aren't getting big runs. The offensive line's not blocking. The receivers, except for game two, week one, couldn't get any separation. You're not utilizing Paris Campbell as much. And then, so where, what's going on? You know, that's what I'm trying to find out. And I'm sure we're going to have some answers here over the next couple weeks. I get it. But right now, what we've learned so far is this offense has got to start clicking. The execution has to get better. And I'm sure it will get better when the injuries start coming back down to earth a little bit. But right now, it's not executing. And the decisions to go for it on fourth down are killing us right now. A lot of close games right now that the Colts have had that could have probably maybe gone a different direction had we just gone for extra points and field goals rather than trying to get pretty with it. Again, we've we've said our displeasure with how how aggressive it is that Reich has been. I think most of Colts Nation is okay with how aggressive Val, or, uh, Reich is. But I think it also comes to a point in time when you need to start being smart. You know your offense is not getting it done in the red zone. It is a smart idea to not go for it on fourth down and one or two or three when you can just get points. Right now, that's kind of the important topic right now. And then the defense. 
Cody kind of brought it up a lot in uh, on Twitter the other day, and he was kind of right. I mean, where's the pass rush, dude? I know a lot of our pass rushers haven't primarily been the healthiest, but Quiddy Pay's got virtually no pressure. Grover Stewart's obviously not doing it. Al-Qudi Muhammad, I believe, has our two... Yeah, has two sacks on the year. I know it's at least one. I think it's one or two. I know Buckner has been getting some pressure on, on quarterbacks. You know, he's been getting some, but in the grand scheme of things, I would like him to do a little better. Ben Manigou's not been doing much. Kamoko Ture has not been doing anything. Where's the pass rush, dude? I mean, again, I think it was... I think I was right when I stated we needed to have a little less expectations on Quiddy Pay to start this year out. He's still a raw at, raw prospect. Kamoko Therese, I don't think is fully healthy yet. I don't think he's in the right mindset yet. Not sure on that one. DeForest Buckner's been getting some results, and I like that, but... You know, again, I felt like we could be doing a little more with him. Grover Stewart's not been getting pressure. And the run defense hasn't been great either. I mean, guys, we, we've we given up over 160 yards. In total, I think we've given up probably 200 rushing yards in the first two weeks of the season. Almost about 100 yards a game. I think it might actually be more than that. Either way, it's pretty close. That's not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it. And then this, the, the, the secondary and the linebackers, linebackers not making tackles. I know Darius Leonard's been kind of hurt a little bit. He seems like it because he doesn't seem very fast. Obviously, Xavier Rhodes has been out this whole, this whole season, and it sucks so far. You know, it'd be nice to have that veteran presence back. You know, the, the defensive schemes that we've been allowing has just been bad. Cooper Cup had an absolute clinic on us in week two. Absolute clinic. Tyler Lockett had a clinic on us, getting deep on us a bunch of times. And again, it's bad scheming and bad execution. Safeties need to do a better job of not allowing things deep. Overall here, guys, I mean, this has just been, this has been very rough, you know, to have to deal with right now because you know what we've learned from this defense it's got to get healthier it's got to get tighter man i mean we gotta we got to start changing something here because this zone scheme will not work we said it in the post game this zone scheme will not work if we can't get pressure on the quarterback i know Eberflus wants to be a zone defense. I know they do. But until you actually get a pass rush presence, this team will forever give up 300 plus yards passing on any given day. We'll give up two to three passing touchdowns. We'll get brought all the way down to the edge of the field and try to make a play. And we'll continue to probably get torched towards the end of the season. If we can't get a pass rush, the zone is not going to work. It's already not worked. 
so far, and it's not going to continue to work unless we get more pressure. How do we get pressure? I'm going to leave that up to Eberflus to figure out because it's going to need to happen. And if we have to start switching to man to be able to actually start, you know, playing a more different style of defense until we can start getting consistent pressure, then that's what you need to do. That might be what you need to do. But like I said, I'm going to leave that to Eberflus. So what have we learned? This team as a whole has got to start executing. It's got to get healthier. It's got to execute the playbook better. And it's also got to be taught better. Putting guys in game time situations better than what they are right now. Overall, this whole team is having issues. Besides pretty much Carson Wentz. His only issue is not getting destroyed by the opposing defense because we can't block right now. And of course, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you guys, I know the Colts players feel the exact same way. I know they understand that things need to get better. I don't have to tell them that. I know they know that. But I'm just telling you guys what we've learned and what I know, we need to execute better. And like I said in the beginning, I have confidence that this team is going to get better. I have confidence that this team's going to try and turn it around. But right now, this team is struggling big time, and it needs to start changing now. Because I said it on Twitter the other day. The Colts are playing the Titans this week. And if we lose, we very may well be remaining dead last in the AFC South, and we may not catch up to the Tennessee Titans at any point in this season if we go down like this. If we go down 0-3, I project the Jacksonville Jaguars to go 0-3, and they would be 0-1. But then again, we're not judging ourselves based off the Jaguars. We're basing it off the Titans. And the Titans would be 2-1 and 1-0 in the division. They'd be way ahead of us at that point. Being in that situation, we can't allow that. So that one's a must win for me. So the Colts are going to have a lot to figure out this week because they got to get it done. Or else this is going to be a really long season going forward from here. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the video. Let me know what you guys think of what we've learned so far throughout this Colts season so far. Again, try to be somewhat optimistic. I know some of you are very angry, as I am as well. But we need to try to stick behind this team, and we need to see what happens going forward. Okay? I'm going to stick that way as long as I can until I have a reason not to. Okay? Thank you guys so much again for the support. And as always, go Colts. Yeah.